In today's video, we're going to take a look at MSNBC's chief correspondent, Ali Velshi, if I'm saying that right. He did a video about a couple of days ago about what he thinks is the true reason why Claudine Gay got ousted from her role, which, by the way, she didn't get ousted. She resigned. Um, you could argue that she was forced to resign, um, you know, rightfully so, perhaps. At least that's what I think. You know, you've seen my videos. Um, and so I'm going to be reacting to this video in real time. And you're, I think you're going to really get a lot out of this because this is, to me, the crux of what I mean when I say critical thinking, that it is so important that we teach our kids this. It's so important that we remind ourselves who is the author? What is their purpose? What is their intention? What kind of language, verbiage, nomenclature are they using? Why? Really, really important questions. This is what education is all about. Before we get cooking, though, I want to highly encourage you to follow me on my Rumble channel as well as my Twitter channel, X, formerly known as Twitter. I'll leave links to those in the pinned comments and in the description of this video. The reason I want you to follow me there because I have... You know, there's been a lot of creators very similar to myself who are talking about things that let's just say the powers that be are not super excited about being shared to you guys, the public. And so I have really good friends of mine who's literally had their whole livelihood, their entire channel deleted, like gone. No warning, no copy strike, no uh, email, nothing, just deleted. And these are, you know, these are our livelihoods. You know, we're not just as much as I enjoy and love. And look, I have businesses. I make money elsewhere. I am creating this channel for the sheer purpose. I feel it's a calling that I have to do this. I don't know why. I just feel compelled to do this. Um, it screams inside of me and I always respect that. I always respect my intuition, but you know, this is a lot of work to produce these videos. It's not easy. And so having your livelihood taken away like that is really, really dramatic. So I would encourage you to follow me there. Uh, so, you know, just in case, cause I think it's only a matter of time before this channel gets removed as well. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into the video. And by the way, this is only my second time watching this. So you're going to get me, a professor, somebody who's been in higher education for decades, uh, as well as somebody who's in the private sector, who thank God ran like the wind out of higher education, uh, and got back into reality. Um, this is only going to be my second time watching this. So you're going to get my real kind of visceral raw reaction to this and then stick around to the end. We can have a discussion about this. I'll talk to you and deconstruct why this message was communicated and conveyed the way it is, what the intention was and what the author, AKA MSNBC and this Ali character think of us and our intelligence. So stick around for that. Let's get into it. If you'd only read the headlines and didn't have the complete context of the story, you might've been left with the impression that Claudine Gay, Harvard's university's first black president resigned from America's oldest institution of higher education after having been found to have plagiarized. That's neither the full story nor the real one. You see what's really the real story about Claudine Gay was ultimately you know really ousted. Interesting there is, why did he say first black president? You see the emphasis, first black president. Why is color so important to these people? Why does it? it, it I want you to really, really absorb this. Why does he have to mention that? Why? Why does he? You see how the leaning of the rhetoric. You see how the design, the architecture of the narrative, it starts right off the bat. You know exactly where this character is going. You know exactly what type of intention, what kind of premise, what kind of beliefs, ideologies they want to perpetuate. 
check this out. It gets, I mean, this is really interesting. It's important to really um, deconstruct messages like this. And by the way, I want to be extremely clear when I say this. I am not, a lot of people have left comments saying, oh, you're just one of these right wing. I am neither, I know that Fox News and, and other broadcasting stations that are diametrically opposed to MSNBC, they're just as bad, if not worse. Uh, and so I am neither political party. I'm, I'm somebody who loves my country dearly, who believes in the founding fathers' principles, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Um, you know, I, I believe in the... Uh, the the freedoms that this country was founded on. I believe in the history. I believe in the culture. I believe in everything that has made possible by these amazing creators. Um, all the freedoms and opportunities that I have. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in a situation. Uh, there's no other country on planet Earth. Anyway, I can I can go patriotic all day. Let's get back to the message. But I just want to be clear on that. I am, if anything, just a pragmatist. Somebody who. If it makes practical sense, I don't care where you reside. It just seems like most of the practicality is elsewhere. Okay, here we go. From Harvard involves race, gender, money, politics, and a deliberate, very public right-wing campaign to topple her career and to send a clear message in doing so. Wow. That campaign was led by this send guy, Christopher message. Rufo. He's a okay, prominent so, so, and so influential conservative. With the fact that Claudine Gay, admittedly, it had nothing to do with Claudine Gay. I'm already getting heated because these guys just drive me nuts. I, I said I was going to wait to the end, but we're just going to do it step by step because it's so important. I'll leave a link to the entire video. I'll, I'll, I'll give MSNBC some promotion here. You can watch the entire video and then I'd love for you to share your comments, but I'm going to go through step by because I can't. I just can't let this kind of farce go on this kind of hypocrisy go on. It has to do with race, power, white supremacy, gender, and it's all led by a right-wing campaign. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where is there any mention of the actual violation of academic integrity and policy? Where is there? There's no mention of this. Here we go. Activist. For years, Rufo's explicit goal has been to eradicate critical race theory, which he deliberately confuses with DEI or diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives. Okay, from, so quote, so just to, to, to kind of make a long story short, so he blames Christopher Rufo, who's an activist, a writer, an author. And then he also blames Bill Ackman, who is a, a, a hedge fund Wall Street guy who is a Harvard alum. And I highly recommend you follow his Twitter X feed uh, X. It's called X now um, because he his his tweets, his posts are some of the most articulate, well written, well thought out, very, um, you know, uh, calculating, deliberate, methodical and I think governed by intelligent delivery and not uh, attacking, no personal attacking, no ad hominem, no rage, which, you know, they went after his wife for crying out loud, who is a noted scholar. And all of the evidence, uh, uh, all of the attacks, I should say, there's zero evidence that they've made towards Bill Ackman's wife were completely illegitimized. Business Insider is the worst publication since the National Enquirer. Their credibility is almost worse than Harvard's right now. And so I'm, I'm going to kind of fast forward this. You can you can watch this 
um, as you uh, as you as you do. But here we go. Let's 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 go to uh, Gay Harvard's universities. Now, Christopher Rufo doesn't do it alone. He acknowledges that the highly coordinated campaign to fool at her their own particular causes. I want to go through those causes. This is the right wing. There was a target on Claudine Gay's back since the war between Israel and Hamas triggered protests on college campuses, along with a surge in anti-Semitic and anti-Arab violence. Which, by the way, there's a lawsuit right now. I'll probably talk about that in another video. There is a lawsuit right now that is being filed by students, Jewish Israeli students at Harvard, excuse me, who feel absolutely unsafe on the campus and who feel that Harvard has had zero or really put very lackluster effort into making or creating a safe place for learning, which is what they their mission is. Um, for these Jewish students, that, that that Jewish hate has gone rampant on this campus and actually all over the country. Um, and uh, there's actually a lawsuit, and a lot of people think Harvard's going to lose. Here we go. And while these tensions exist on many university campuses, three university presidents in particular, Claudine Gay, Elizabeth McGill of the University of Pennsylvania, and Sally Kornbluth of MIT, were singled out for their responses to student reactions to the October 7th attack, specifically, and Israel-Palestinian tensions on campus more broadly. In December, they testified before the House of Representatives in hearings that were supposed to illuminate anti-Semitism on campus, but in reality, those hearings were a trap. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> those hearings were a trap. Listen to the vernacular, guys. Listen to the very specific use of language by this correspondent, who is just a puppet, just a mere puppet, um, none of these pundits really believe anything they're saying. This guy's just out, after, out for a, a paycheck. I mean, he doesn't have an original thought in his brain if it was skyrocketed in there in his skull. Um, but, but it's so interesting. It was a trap. It was a trap. You know, Bill Ackman and Christopher Rufo and, and Representative uh, 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 Stefanik from Congress, they traveled back in time and made Claudine Gay plagiarize. That's what they did. This is all a trap. He doesn't mention any transgression, any violation on Claudine Gay's part. You want to talk about double standards? Holy mackerel. And that's where Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik comes in. She asked Gay whether, quote, calling for the genocide a of pretty Jews simple question. violated Harvard's rules of bullying and it? harassment, end quote. All three presidents said in one way or another that it would depend on the context. This answer was widely abysmal. condemned, abysmal. deemed by experts to be legally correct, but lacking in empathy. Penn's Elizabeth McGill resigned not long after the hearing. Sally Kornbluth of MIT is still in her post, and Claudine Gay lived to fight another day at Harvard, that is, until Christopher Rufo dispatched the next prong in his plan. Now, put a pin in that okay. for a moment. Okay, listen I want to this. point out the irony of Elise Stefanik's political theater during that hearing. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. This is insanity. These broadcasting legacy media organizations think you and I are absolutely batshit stupid. They think that we don't have any intelligence at all. So what he just said there was, was essentially tantamount to saying that Harvard Corporation, a university, an endowment that's worth billions of dollars, that they were completely influenced, completely governed by some social media author who posted a few tweets and posts on Twitter X 
And that was the reason that Dr. Claudine Gay resigned. You mean to tell me that Harvard has zero self-governance? Harvard has zero intelligence that they can't make decisions on their own? You mean to tell me that this corporation that's worth billions, listen to how stupid Ali thinks we are and how MSNBC thinks we're stupid. You mean to tell me that a university, one of the oldest institutions in, in the history of education, you mean to tell me that they base their decision on a few social media posts on Elon Musk's Twitter slash X. That's what you're, that's exactly what he said. His three pronged plan. Claudine Gay lived to fight another day until the villain, a social media author, Christopher Rufo, an activist and a Wall Street hedge white supremacist, Bill Ackman, who's an alumni of Harvard. If you, I will leave, I'm telling you right now, please, by all means, Go read Bill Ackman's posts on Twitter slash X. They are erudite, intelligent, highly, highly respectful. There is zero uh, uh, um, inflammatory language or any kind of um, language that is beneath, you know, the office that is beneath um, a high level of intelligence and execution. I would highly recommend you go read all of these posts for yourself because what Ali is picturing and painting with this damaging, again, divisive rhetoric, instead of saying, hey, you know, you guys should be held accountable. When you make a mistake, you should be held accountable. That goes for, I don't care what political affiliation you are. You should be held accountable and you should not hold office. She's still a tenured faculty making $900,000 a year. Ali, why don't you talk about that? Why is it that other students, other faculty, other administrators, get their entire academic careers ruined, get on the unemployment line if they make an infraction like that or a violation, but she gets to stick around. You're right, there is a double standard. Stefanik is an ardent supporter of Donald Trump, a man with a long history of using anti-Semitic tropes. He invited the anti-Semite Kanye West and the Holocaust denier Nick Fuentes to dine with him. He said that- Look at how he uses examples from seven years ago that have no relevance, no contextual basis to today. This is so damnable. This is so egregious what MSNBC is letting this troglodyte do right now. This excuse, poor excuse of a journalist. He invited Kanye to the White House. Kanye didn't make anti-Semitic remarks until last year. He was invited to the White House seven years before. You think he's going to mention that? No. That among the protesters who chanted Jews will not replace us through the streets of Charlottesville, there were some, quote, very fine people. And another, listen to this. Oh my God, quote. God. And of late. You are so atrocious, Ali. Listen to this. He said there, he completely took, I'm not defending Trump. Look, I'm not a Trumpster. You guys might think that. I'm not. I, you know, uh, he's, He's using quotes. This is why everybody thinks legacy media and mainstream media is completely full of shit because they are. They just are. They paint narratives to achieve their own means, their own end. They paint narratives falsely. They think that you and I are stupid, that they can pull the wool over our eyes. He said that about the Charlottesville uh, uh, riot over the statue, which was God knows how many years ago. I can't even remember. 
And now he's equating, so it fits his narrative. He's using a quote from seven years ago to make it relevant to today, thinking you and I are stupid. And here's the sad thing. There's actually people out there nodding their heads right now going, yeah, it's the double standard. Yeah, that's wrong. He is terrible. I can't believe it. He does that all the time. He uses tropes all the time. This is all out of context, completely out of context. He's been echoing Hitler in his campaign speeches. Ridiculous. No matter how many times you say the word anti-Semitism, you are the company you keep. Okay, let's go back to Christopher Rufo. With the help of two conservative reporters, Christopher Brunette and Aaron Sabarium, Rufo started floating accusations that Claudine Gay plagiarized academic work. She did. Those allegations went from Rufo's blog to the pages of conservative publications. Oh, so a social to media blogger created the downfall like the New York of a Harvard Times. president. The first Harvard itself president. never accused Gay of plagiarism, but it did investigate the allegations and found that they are, at worst, instances of inadequate citation. They're not what the word <laughs> plagiarism might make you think. Claudine Gay was not stealing anyone's ideas, nor was she presenting other people's ideas as her own. And Harvard did not conclude that any issue... Wait, 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 wait. Instances of poor use of citation? Duplicative language? That's fraud. That's called plagiarism. You hypocritical, lame excuse for a actual, ethical, talented journalist. You are garbage, Ali. You are absolute garbage. We true Americans are not stupid enough to believe this garbage. Oh my God, this is absolutely asinine. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that, listen again, this is so, I'm done with this guy. I'm completely, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I have to look at you guys. I will leave a link to this. I promise. I will leave a link to this uh, uh, so you can check it out for yourself. Okay. So this is what's happening now. Okay. I'm done with this guy. I can't do it. I just can't do it. It's awful. She implemented instant. The only thing that she did, the only thing that she did is what she, she happened to use other people's work without proper citation. She happened to use instances of language from other authors without properly giving it its credit. She used duplicative language. That is called academic fraud millions of other scholars academics students faculty alike have done the same thing and have suffered dire consequences you can i mean it's unbelievable you can put manure in a box and call it gold it's still manure however you package it this is why it's so important and this is my mission with this channel to exercise critical thinking. I know this takes time, by the way. A lot of us, we got, we're too busy. We got too many things going on. This takes time. But if you, if you really take the time, it, it actually, all you have to do is really just train yourself. Again, these three things, author, purpose, message. Who is the author? What is their background? What are they all about? What's their ideology? What's their belief system? What's their track record? What's their history? What's their credentials? Are they, uh, do they possess ethos? Do they possess credibility? Purpose, what's their intention? What are they trying to do? Why? What are they, I mean, to me, you look at this type of a message, which I, I don't think this Ali guy wrote one word of that. 
This is again going, I've said this in time and time in other videos, there's some kind of macro. You look at Mark Cuban, you look at all these other people who I actually thought I respected and they're supporting DEI, they're supporting bad ideas. They're supporting people who commit absolute fraud and they're discriminating based on the thing that they purport to be against, which is skin color or race or ethnicity, okay? I think there's some kind of consortium that is creating this narrative that they want to perpetuate no matter how bad it is, and they're employing Cuban MSNBC. These are all just branches to the head of some really elitist organization. I don't know. Some people say it's run by Obama. I don't know. But it just seems so asinine, and it seems... Uh, like such an infraction um, that um, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. It just seems ridiculous. It seems preposterous. They think that you and I are stupid. And then you look at message. So we have author purpose message. How is this being conveyed? It was a three-pronged attack. This has nothing to do with plagiarism. And this has nothing to do with cheating. This has nothing to do with academic fraud. This has to do with race, with uh, a, woke, a, a, a white supremacy. This has to do with going after females. This has to do with... It's, it's preposterous. It's absolutely preposterous. I'm done with you guys. The American public, you and I, are not going to be fooled anymore. This is ridiculous to the nth degree. And so be careful. Be careful of this narrative. Newsom, there's all sorts of other people. Kamala, they're all part. I don't think I don't think for a second that Biden believes one word of what he's saying 900% of the time. I don't even know if he's there half the time. Listen to this stuff. Pay attention. So if you train yourself, author, purpose, message, this is what I'm trying to instill in my kids and my students when I was teaching uh, um, you know, now I just teach part-time online, but I was teaching 10, 15 classes a semester back in the day. Thank God I'm out of there now. This is my classroom now. Welcome to it. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think of this. What do you think of this message? What do you think of Ali MSNBC? Do you think he's right? Do you think he's wrong? I want to hear from you in the comments, but practice. This goes back to Aristotle. This goes back to Aristotle in the, um, the uh, rhetorical principles that Aristotle thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, which is the best definition. We hear rhetoric all the time and it has kind of a negative connotation because of guys like this. But to me, the best definition is the ancient Greek Aristotelian definition, which is the awareness of of the language choices that we make. If you're aware of the language choices that these people make, you won't be one of those mindless cult following nodders that just goes like this. Uh-huh, he's right, it is racism, uh-huh. And that goes for both sides. That goes for all messages, even personal, professional, business, important messages like this that get broadcast to millions. This is critical thinking. This is what education is all about. So if you remember that, it does take work, but it, it, you can kind of train yourself where it becomes automatic. And that kind of muscle memory is a powerful tool, y'all. Your greatest sovereignty is your ability to critically think. Everything else really doesn't have a ton of value. Cars, money, houses, uh, prestige, fame, likes, follows, subscribers, all that stuff is really vanity. Your ability to critical think, it's what our forefathers 
uh, uh, really fought for. It's what they advocated for. It's what our great authors, Whitman, Emerson, our great American authors uh, fought for. Self-reliance, critical thinking. This is what I love. This is what I, I mean, it is my, you can almost say I follow it religiously because it's saved me, it's helped me, it's benefited me and benefited my community a million times over. So I want to hear from you. I'm going to pass this over to you. Um, if you haven't seen the full, it's so hard to watch, but if you haven't seen the full um, segment by MSNBC, I'll leave a link to that in the description. You can check it out. Just Google it. You can find it. But I want to hear from you. What do you think? Is this, am I close? Is this, does this make sense? Does it not make sense? I want to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you check out these videos over here. They're awesome and powerful. If you haven't seen these already, subscribe down there. And don't forget to follow me on Rumble and Twitter slash X. And I'll see you soon.